How's it going, everybody? Welcome to Ambitiously Broke, the most relatable podcast out there today. My name is Jacob Stiegel, and I'm here with my co-host. Sam Mobley. How's it going, everyone? Good to be here today. There we go. So today, basically, we're going to be talking about getting out of college slash high school, whatever schooling you're going through, um, what it takes after you graduate to really nail a job or, you know, just line up anything that you need to do to get your money. Um, Then we're going to be talking about a trip that Sam and I went on for work that we actually ended up getting off of Facebook, but a very interesting trip slash topic for us to talk about, as well as some random ranting. Uh, We do a lot of that here at Ambitiously Broke, and then we'll wrap it up for you guys. We're going to try to keep it around 30 minutes because I know most of you guys are going to be listening to this while you're driving, hanging out at home or after work, so... Don't want to bore you guys with a three-hour rant because we definitely can do that. <laughs> but, but yeah, we're excited. We're excited to talk about some some stories. We yeah, got. we're going to talk about some good stuff. If you guys would like us to go longer, just let us know. We can accommodate further episodes. Anyway, so starting off, we're going to talk about coming out of school. Now, myself, I'm 24 years old. I have been out of college for about two and a half, three years. I did graduate a little early from California Lutheran University. I have a bachelor's degree of arts slash film uh, with a emphasis on high definition cinema. It is a pretty interesting, um, you know, little degree to have there. But that was my career plan. That's what I was going for. And that's what I was good at. And I know Sam has a pretty hefty degree that he's working on here. So um, he can definitely elaborate on that because I don't even know how to explain it. Yeah. So I'm currently, I've gone through a lot of different degrees. I've tried a lot of different things, tried a lot of different majors and departments and topics that I've wanted to try. And the one that I finally fell on was economics. It's It's been a good degree, and in the future, I plan on probably getting my master's in finance and finding a job from there, because right now, the jobs are, there's a lot of jobs in economics, and there's a lot of different ways you can go, but it's hard to focus down with just a bachelor's. And let's get it right. Jobs are fucking hard to find. They're hard to find, and they're hard to find the right one that you actually will enjoy doing something and going to work every day. Because, you know, you got to do what you love. And that's why we're here. We're going to talk about all that shit. Finding a job that you like, finding a job that you don't like, and doing the ones that nobody wants to do, but you need to pay your bills. So, yeah, whatever. But, I mean, coming out of college is, it's hard. I have not been, I'm not totally done yet. Um, I'm finishing up some classes online. I'm from, I was going to Oregon State University on campus, and now I'm finishing up my classes online this term and next term. But I'm still kind of working into that not being in school time to that the time where you need to find a job where you're still finishing up classes but it's hard it's hard to find what you want to do and it's hard to find the right thing especially where we live absolutely being in southern california jobs are very hard to come by that are good jobs it's very difficult for somebody to come straight out of school and get that 65 to 80 thousand dollar a year salary because which is what's needed to live here because it's it is such an expensive area it's doable but it's tough yeah and that's basically why we're talking about it um so we'll do a little q a basically with sam and i here so i'm gonna ask sam some questions about getting out of college because he is on the back end of his schooling he's doing some online classes but really he's pretty much done Um, and I've been done for a little while. So to me, it's a little bit of old news to talk about things that I went through. I had a little bit of a different college experience than I guess most people would really have. 
Um, I went to community college, just a little background. Sam knows all this, so it's boring for him to hear it, but we'll tell you guys anyway, cause you're new. So I went to community college at Santa Barbara city college, SBCC represent. Um, but it was great. I absolutely loved it. I finished high school and I got denied from all 14 schools that I applied to. <laughs> um, I was not the best student in high school. I was really popular. I ran all the spirit stuff in our school. So I was really well known, but that got me absolutely nowhere. Basically, what it got me is um, a good reputation around town with a lot of parents, but not the best grades because I was friends with a lot of my teachers. So I went to City College, which I was a little depressed about at first, but ended up having the absolute best time of my life. I met friends up there that I will never forget. I'm friends with them to this day. I talk to them every day. Um, one of them coincidentally lives down the street from me currently. But, you know, that's that's what I went through at City College. Um, and then I ended up transferring my junior year, so my third year, to California Lutheran University, which is a very small private school in Thousand Oaks, California. Now, nothing against Cal Lutheran. They're a great school. But I was coming from a beach community, you know, and like that's where they party. Yeah, it's like you want, it's a place where people are partying all the time and they're always doing stuff. There's so much interaction. Oh my God. It's like, it's like a four year college all crammed into a community college. Yeah. So basically you paid nothing for school. It was really cheap. You lived with really good people. You lived on the beach and the social aspect of it was bar none better than any four year university you could ever get because Everyone just wanted to have a good time. Now, I'm not a big partier. I don't drink. I don't smoke anything like that. So I wasn't much of the let's go out and get drunk every night, but I'd still go to parties. I mean, I enjoyed my time there and I met people. I just wasn't belligerently hammered. So I remember the parties, which was great. Um, Now, when I transferred, I transferred to a school that was a private Lutheran university. Granted, again, it was the only school I got into when I tried to transfer with a 4.0 GPA, Um, but it just was a whole different experience. Literally, I came into a school that had 5,000 people there, and It's, it's so different going from, on whatever scale you go from, whether you go from a community college to a big four year or a community college to a small four year like Jacob did. It is a f- entirely different environment. Dude, I was floored. I could literally walk through campus and not talk to anybody, and it was perfectly fine. It was so strange. Now, I could knock the school all day. I could say horrible things about it. Not going to do it because I enjoyed my time and I got my degree from there. It, it served its purpose, which was for me getting my degree. I was already working at the time. Sam and I met at a pretty young age when we were about 18. Sam, I think, was 16. Yeah. And I was already working. We were already doing production work. So to me, I was going into school kind of like a hothead and was like, you guys have nothing for me to learn. Like, what are you going to teach me? I already do feature films. So they basically said, listen, we have nothing to teach you. Um, You're far surpassed anything that we've had in our school. So I said, great, listen, this is what we're going to do. And this is the salesman in me. Um, I said, I'm going to sign up for classes and I'm not going to go. You are basically going to let me work and give me the units that I deserve. 
And that went over like a fart in church. Yep. There's your motto, everyone. Tell them that you're going to sign up and never come. Yeah. So, I, you know, again, I was going big, shooting for the stars, and it just didn't happen. So what they said is, listen, we're going to hire you as an adjunct professor. We are going to let you teach classes that you, um, I don't know how to say that. Already like teach the classes you, you know sign up where for. you can help and kind of give a real world, world yeah. perspective on someone your age doing the job. Exactly. So I signed up for classes like high definition cinema one, which is basic camera operations and how to really run camera systems and how to set up shots and how to do basic lighting, how to make a movie. Now I already did this for a living. So to me, it was a walk in the park, but they said, you're going to help teach the class. I said, great. As long as I'm helping teach the class and I'm not fully teaching the class, I'm good with it. Yeah, you don't want to then be my commitment that. wasn't that big. Right. So I would meet the professor there. I was basically the professor's bitch, and but they didn't know they were really mine. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's horrible to say. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> but um, in all reality, I was helping them out and helping run the class that I was already enrolled in. So I got good grades. I ended up graduating in a year and a half. Now... Um, that took me to really amazing places because I was able to work while in school as was Sam and things like that. We were working together, but the downfall of it was I didn't really get the four year college experience. I had the two year city college experience, which was phenomenal. But when I transferred to a university, like I couldn't join a frat cause there were no frats. Yeah. I definitely feel some of that, not getting the full four year which it's like, because I, I as well did two years of community college going out of high school. I didn't necessarily know what I wanted to do. I didn't know where I wanted to go. Um, and honestly, I didn't apply to any schools out of high school because I just figured I was going to go to community college and figure it out after that. Right. So after two years of community college, um, I really worked on trying to figure out where I want to go and what I want to do. And it, it just reached a point where it was kind of a breaking point where I knew I had to go somewhere and do something. Jacob... Got, Jacob went to a community college, but he still moved out and got to get that experience living on his own. Whereas I true. did the college, I did the community college where I was still living at home, which was great. I love my family. I love my parents. And it was a great environment to be able to work and learn at the same time and like figure out where I wanted to go and the degree that I wanted to study. But it did reach a point where I just, I needed to get away for a while and really focus on myself. But I felt like I didn't necessarily get the full four-year experience doing the community college because there was the whole dorm life. There was the first year. Right? The f- what? I said, right. Like, yeah, you didn't get it. I didn't get it either. Yeah, I went exactly. straight into an apartment with some buddies of mine from high school that I already knew. Which is pretty much what I did when I moved right. to Oregon, except I moved into an apartment with a bunch of people I didn't know. Which was great. I mean, so at it least worked. you had that experience. Right. It worked out. And, you know, I got to meet a lot of really good people and have a lot of crazy, crazy stories and do a lot of ridiculous stuff. So I still kind of right. got that experience. But there was that there was that dorm life side that I never really wanted to be involved in, but I still wanted the good parts of it. Exactly. I didn't want to have to live in a dorm and use a community bathroom for a Dude, year. I didn't want some guy, girl, whoever the hell it was at the end of my hall to say, oh, you can't do this. It's Friday. It's quiet hours. I'd be like, listen, shut up. I'm paying your bills. Yes. You can shut your mouth because yeah. I'm paying for this. Nothing against those people. But like when you're in college, you're there to have a good time and get rowdy. Right. And that's, that's why. I mean, that's kind of 
one of the reasons that I did go to community college was because I didn't want to live in the dorms. I mean, it wasn't right. it wasn't an experience that at the time I so, wanted to have. It wasn't something that you were like, hey, I want to go to Joe Schmo University and that's live in what a shitty tiny room and meet yeah. annoying people. Exactly. But on the other hand, I wish I had done that because all the stories that I heard from the dorms and the friends that people had made, it was it was an experience where there were the bad parts, but the experience in the end was sounded like it was worth it. So now let me ask you this. When you cause you're just finishing up school, you just came home from Oregon. When you were coming home and you're, you know, you're currently working and things like that. <clears throat> Sorry, I was coughing. Wow. I have something in my throat and it's killing me right now. But um, when you were coming home, basically, I remember we had a conversation about looking for jobs and things like that. Now, are you still looking for work? Are you applying any places or are you thinking you're going to more start your own business and run with that kind of situation which for the listeners sam has ridiculously good ideas most of the time about business we have some really shitty ideas too but, but they all come in you know it comes in waves the good and I would the bad say it comes you gotta have the bad to have epic the good. waves right <laughs> um hence why we're starting a podcast but um yeah are you still looking for work are you still doing that kind of thing because i know a lot of people out there that are probably listening are going to say, yeah, I'm just finishing up school. I'm looking for a job. I have no idea what the fuck I'm doing. And so let's explain to them yeah. our, our where we're at. Yeah, totally. Um, so speaking of waves, I go through a new wave just about every single day as to what I want to do. Uh, last week, I was planning on doing my going and getting my electrician's license, which is another four-year program, which is an amazing thing. And honestly, I do wish that that is the route that I had gone through straight out of high school. Financial, financially, that is would have been the best route for me personally because, right. you know, that's trade schools are incredible. They're a great way. You can get a job right away. It's easy. You learn an incredible amount, and it's an incredibly important part of our world. And they're great jobs. I mean, they always are, and they always will be. And it's something that I do kind of wish financially I had done right out of high school. Right. But right now, that's not where I'm at. So finishing up college, I'm going back and forth between do I go back to school and get my master's? Do I finish this? Do I start my own business? Or do I try to just find a job now in something, in anything? And right. see where I want to go. And so, I mean... Right now, so you're in the in between. Yeah, I'm. I really am in the in between. There's so many different options, so many different opportunities. It's hard to make right. a decision. So I'm kind of in the same situation. I'm a realtor. Um, I just signed with Keller Williams, which I'm really happy about. But it's a slow process, you know. And and that's the thing I think that a lot of people don't understand of our generation is there. There is no instant fix. A lot of people want to be. Instagram famous, they want to be YouTubers, they want to vlog and do all this stuff. But what they don't understand is it takes a really long time to gain a following and gain the accreditation, if that's a word. And luck. And Honestly. Luck. It is luck. I do I give these people, you know major props. Major props. Hard. Because what they do is hard and it's a lot of work and it takes a lot to get to that point. Right. But there are a lot of accounts out there that are on that scale. Right. And aren't 
don't have the following. No, 100%. But my thing is, like, I think a lot of people, myself included, I think of these crazy ideas and I'm like, listen, I'm going to go for it, send it, full send, and see what happens. I'm going to make a million dollars, guaranteed, no problem. And listen, 99.9999999 forever times, it doesn't happen that way. And it hasn't yet. And it very much has not yet. My $200 is dwindling by the day. And it very much... It may never happen, but, but you we'll have to there. keep trying. Yeah, because, we'll, you know, we'll get to the like, million dollars. Yeah. I'm not concerned One way about or that. the other. Yeah. I don't care if I got to sell a kidney. I'll get to the million dollars <laughs> at some point in my life, but it might not be the way that I originally wanted to do it. And I think that's kind of one of the things that a lot of people forget about and a lot of people lose sight of is that there is no quick fix you gotta bust your ass you gotta get out there you gotta figure it out and you gotta just send it it's like yeah it's just it's not gonna show up at your doorstep as i mean many times we wished we have and everyone does wish that it would just show up on your the answer would show up on your doorstep but did you know unfortunately nowadays you just have to try and fail and try and try and try again to find what you need but you know how many times i sit at night my girlfriend and I will brainstorm ideas and I'll say, listen, I have this idea. I'm going to start a food truck. And she'll be like, genius idea. Let's do it. So I'm like, great. All gung ho about it. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to send it. I'm going to go for this food truck and I'm just going to buy it and I'm going to do it. Well, then I start looking at it and it's like, okay, well, the food truck's $20,000 and then the food alone's $500 every weekend. Then you got to do the commissary, which is $1,000. And then you got your permits. Then you got your license. Then you got all this shit. So then I'm like, all right, well, then it's $100,000 in. Right. It is. It's an overwhelming. It's overwhelming. But a lot of the times it is worth it in the end, which is what's it's hard to realize that and hard to like break through that point of if I can like find the money and dedicate the time. Will it be worth it in the end? And a lot of right. the time, a lot of times it will be. And I think the big thing is if that's your passion and that's what you want to do, you have to go for it. You have to say, okay, I'm going to make a life decision. I'm going to put my adult pants on and I'm going to say, listen, I'm going to go for this huge loan for this business and I'm going to put all my eggs in one basket and hope that something comes of it. And sometimes it will. And if you have the passion and drive, like I have no doubt in people, I always give people the benefit of the doubt that yes, it's going to happen. But you also have to be realistic and say, I'm going to have to bust my ass to be able to make this work. Because other times you're going to come out of college and you're going to say, oh, I'm going to work a 40 hour week and I'm going to make $100,000. Well, listen, unless you have amazing contacts you're not gonna get that job you're gonna get the entry-level position that in 10 years could grow you to that hundred thousand dollar that million dollar spot but it's gonna take time it's gonna take hard work and it's gonna take long nights of work you're gonna work your ass off and you're gonna lose the social life that i think a lot of people are scared to lose yeah i mean that's for me it's like it takes a lot of time and a lot of dedication and a lot. Right. It's just a lot of sheer mental and physical resources a lot of the time. So exactly. you have to be willing to like sacrifice and put in. Exactly. And I think it's scary for a lot of college students to think about, you know, I'm going to go from this social party environment to something that is corporate. You know what I mean? If, if that's the route you're going or freelance or anything like that to where you have no schedule. You yeah. have nobody telling you 
this is what you need to do on Monday and this is what you need to do on Tuesday. You have to be able to stick with that on your own and create exactly. your own schedule and have your own drive. Like, and that's one of the hard parts I feel for a lot yeah. of people, even for me, is pushing yourself to do it. To do it on your own when you're the only one that can push you to do that. Like you know how many days I want to wake up at noon and do absolutely and nothing do nothing all day except long. play Call of Duty all day with my I friends that also I don't want to play Call of Duty. Sometimes I just want to sit on the couch or sit in the backyard. Yeah, and just even stare. that. It doesn't matter, but <laughs> most of the time I have to wake up at 7:30, 8 in the morning, sometimes 9 if I'm lucky. And I got to go to meetings that mean nothing. And I got to do things just to do them. Yep. But that's I mean, the job world. That's even what school, you have to do. You even have I even have that same thing with online classes. Is it's like I knew they were gonna be hard going into it. And honestly, in a way they're harder, but I do for personally, I believe that I am gonna learn better and do learn better through online classes. But it's still 100%. I mean, four hours a day, five days a week, it's still a lot of time. It's still a lot of work and a lot of reading and a lot of personal drive to keep myself on track to stay right. with those classes and stay up to date so now i agree 100 percent. it's very difficult but let's transition it and say that coming out of college basically or high school whatever your end of your educational careers which life is learning but your your standard educational career when you hang the cleats up from that you gotta bust your ass you gotta go for it and you just gotta send it now, our next thing that we were going to kind of talk to you guys about is a trip that Sam and I did. And the segue and the connection that we wanted to talk about. Yeah, talk about send it. Oh, we sent it. <laughs> but um, the reason we want to talk about it in the same episode, basically, is because Sam and I were in school when we got this opportunity. Um, and we had to literally decide if we were going to go to school that semester or drop out. In about, we had 24 hours. I don't even think it was I don't 24. Think it was six I think hours. We had six hours. Yeah. We had six hours to decide. And we were at work at the time. We were going to shoot a music video. We were in Hollywood. I don't even know who the artist is that we were working with. But we were going to shoot a shitty music That's video. right. I forgot about that. Yeah. It we was some right? no-name <laughs> weird artist that we were just helping out. But we got a call from this casting agent that was like, hey, we want you guys on a drone building and racing series slash obstacle course series. And you have six hours to decide if you're going to go to Croatia next week or if you're not. And do you want to be on TV or do you not? So we said, okay, like we got to call our parents. We got to figure it out. We really didn't know what to do. Yeah, Um, it was. I mean, it was definitely a big decision. It was last minute. It was something that we had essentially forgotten about. I mean, we had figured we when we initially interviewed for it, we knew the due date that they were leaving. We knew the time they were leaving. And I mean, we're sitting here a week before School these people are leaving start. for their, well, I had started classes. You yeah. were start. You were, I was a week. a week away from starting. And we were, we knew that for the show that they were going to start filming like in a week. So we figured it was lost. We had forgotten about it. We didn't care anymore. And then they called us and it was the craziest call of all time. Yeah. Number I mean, one. I don't think I've had, I don't think I've had a more like last minute decision than that call. Yeah. But it was worth it. I mean, ultimately we did decide that the right route was to just call the semester off and send it. Yeah. And go for it. I mean, we were at, it was the right time. If it had happened a week later, I wouldn't have been able to call off the term. I wouldn't yep. have been able to go. It's like, it just, everything kind of fit together. And we figured 
there was not really a reason not to. Right. We couldn't. So, that was the thing is we couldn't think of a good reason not to not to go. go. So basically, when we decided that we were going to go to Croatia, I, being the person that I am, didn't really even know that Croatia was a place. I couldn't tell you where it was on a map. And we just said, listen, mom and dad, we are going to go to Europe and do a television show that we really know not a whole lot about. We don't really know anything about the company. We don't really know anything about yeah. the show. We don't know anything about the other people. We know nothing, but we know that they're going to pay our flight to Croatia. And that was it. So we said, we're dropping out of school for the semester. We weren't dropping out for good, but we we're taking the semester off. Yeah, we shouldn't. Taking a leave of absence right. is what they we're really called a... it. Yeah. So we decided that that was the right path for us. And I personally think it paid off because we had an amazing experience. Oh, absolutely. And I mean, met I, some it was pretty probably one of the people. best experiences of my life. It was bar none one of the best experiences of my life. Yeah. Um, so this is kind of how it worked. We got the call. We had six hours to get our shit situated whether we were going to go or not. Now, knowing us, that's not a big deal because we can do that. We're on the fly. But it was also a big deal because I've never been to Europe. Farthest I've ever been was Belize with Sam. Which was um, a month before. Which was literally a month before that. Um, and we were just going to go for it. We said we're, go we're going, so we're doing it. We got our passports. We packed all of our stuff. From what we understood, we were going to be there for seven weeks. Yep. Now that seven weeks ended up turning into 11 weeks because we had a great idea to go travel afterwards. That's another story. Also, totally great idea, but it was a phenomenal idea, yeah. which was a little fuzzy. Right. It was very um, last minute, but you know, that's kind of how you just got to go. Exactly. You got to wing it. So we go, we do this show. We, we land in Croatia, which was a 38 and a half hour journey for us to get there. This is one of my favorite parts of that show is like we oh. land... We have nothing. We have no idea what's going on. We it still, so we like bad. came across, we had been, our last flight was delayed. We had run into two other people that were going to be on the show. Totally random. Um, it was horrible. And we get outside of this airport in Croatia, a country like great, incredible country, but not like fully developed like some big european other european countries it was also two in the morning yeah it's two in the morning it's so pitch it's black, pitch black no one around and we get think i would have been freaking out i was freaking out but i would really would have been freaking out if we hadn't have met other people with oh us oh my god uh we get out and this guy that barely even speaks english shout uh, out to milko yeah milko he was, he was our he driver turned out being a great a great legend person on the team. absolute legend doesn't even speak english and we want he's like Get in van. What? Get in van. <laughs> Take, here, give me bags. Get Literally, in van. Wait, first of all, we get off the plane. We're sitting there. There's no baggage claim. Oh, yeah. We were on a prop plane. We're just sitting like on the runway. Like a puddle runway. jumper pop, uh, prop plane. And we're sitting on the runway. They bring our bags out. We have literally 17 boxes with us oh, of drone right. parts yeah and there's four of us so it's sam has 17 bags i have like five the other guy has like 26 so we have a ton of shit with us yeah shout out to this production company making their making us bring our own making stuff. their cast bring, bring our stuff plus their stuff yeah oh yeah we had to pick their shit they up called in us Germany. the night before and they're like hey can you bring can you bring the rest of the stuff no from la Oh, yeah, that's Remember right. It was in L.A. from L.A. They're, they call was... us the night before we leave, and they're like, hey, can we have, like, 10 boxes. Can you yeah. come pick can you them pick up them from up? our office? I'm like, I'm supposed to be at the airport in 
four fucking hours. Do you want me to drive out to your <laughs> office and pick up these boxes? So it was it was quite the shit show, needless to say. Um, but we got there. This guy's holding a sign that just says Drone Wars. <laughs> And we were like, um, it was so... we have drones with us. Yeah. We didn't know that's what the show was called, right, but I guess. Okay. okay. And he's like, like Sam said, get in van. And we were like, okay, we'll get in the van. So <laughs> and we... then we're like, he's like, yeah, you guys, you guys need some, he, in his horrible non-speaking English, you, need you guys food. need money, money. Oh, you need money. So oh money. My God. He, so we show up, we pull up into at this a gas like, station. single pump gas station at two in the morning. And we go inside and gives another guy that doesn't speak English he gives our him, credit cards. Yeah. And he just hands us like $100 bills out of the register. We had no like, idea how much money we're gonna he We're going to get jumped out. and dropped in the woods and, you know, that's going to be it. And that's what I expected. Yeah. Because granted, we had no idea where we were. It was pitch black. We had no reference of landmarks where we were. All we knew is we landed in Zagreb, Croatia yep. at two in the morning. Zadar. Zadar. Zagra- well, we Zagreb was the first. Zagreb first, and then we took a little puddle jumper over to Zadar. Right. Which we I didn't even know existed. <laughs> so we're in Zadar. We get in the van. We get our money, which I was a little freaked out to get money. But I don't really we know why we anyway. had to get it at 2 in the morning the day we got there. Yeah. But I guess. So then he drives us to this beautiful, beautiful apartment complex. In, in the, the middle, middle of, of nowhere. a shithole area. It was... You know, it was a very, very old part of Croatia. It was a very old neighborhood in it Croatia. It was a donkey right farming on the coast. village. It was like, incredible. <laughs> incredible area. It was beautiful. Beautiful but it was area. Ridiculous. It's just like if you, coming from Southern California, if you looked at the houses there, they were a little bit older and run down. Some of them like didn't really have I mean, roofs. they're probably, some of them were probably three or four hundred year old stone houses that I wouldn't doubt the it. same generation yeah. has been living in for 400 years. So we basically get into these apartments and they're modern, beautiful, gorgeous apartments and there was our first american person from the production crew says hey welcome your apartment's this one and then the owner of the complex comes out and goes and starts talking and we had no idea what she was saying but she just pointed at the door and gave us a key so we went in the apartment and it was beautiful absolutely incredible the pool was nice everything like that we passed out and we all we knew was that we were starting work the next day at like seven in the morning. It was already two AM and we had been traveling for literally forty hours yeah. at this point. The other our other roommate hadn't even showed up that night. That was the best part. He was showing and up his the next part, morning. His teammate didn't even come. Didn't even get on the plane. Yeah. He just didn't show up. So it was a mess, needless to say. But we ended up in Croatia with amazing people. From all over the world. We had a team from Mexico. We had a team from Texas. We had a team from North Carolina. A few teams from California that were a few people that we kind of had known about from the drone community. Yeah, but, but never didn't really personally know. Right. So it was amazing. It was a beautiful experience. We went to donkey farms. We went to mafia bars. We went, God, on pirate ships. We did a whole bunch of crazy shit. Yeah. And... In the process of that, we partied more than we worked. More than I ever had because I was in I started have, my second year of community college. Yeah. And didn't really party much in high school. So I was coming out of a very. That was like not even 21. That was yeah. my first. Well, you can jump there. To the party scene. Yeah. And I was 20. Yeah. Just turned 21. Uh, but I was coming out of a pretty long relationship. So I was ready to rage. <laughs> 
I was blowing off steam and catching up from time that I had lost. It needless to say. Yeah. That's I was a good way to put it. Gone. So I have many, many of photos of me passed out drunk on the floor. It was it was an incredible it was an incredible trip. It's, so I don't think words stories. can really explain that trip. I don't think it'll ever I'll really ever experience something like that trip again. But here's why we really want to tell you guys this story was not only was it a beautiful trip, it was something that we weren't sure about. It was a job that we had found on Facebook. Yep. Sam Sam's mom, I think, found it and sent it to him. Yep. And we just went for it. We decided it was something that would be fun to do. It would be an experience, a once in a lifetime experience. We figured worst case, we had the money in our savings to buy a ticket and fly back. And exactly. it was like, that was, I mean, that was my thought is, and something that I've always held like with me traveling is, you know, I have my wallet, I have my phone, I have my passport and I have money in my savings to we'll be good. get a ticket back. And it's like, Worst case, I go to the airport and fly home. So it's like, why not try? So we were there. We had a great time. Now the real shit of the story comes in. And I see Sam's face and neither of us like talking about this. But we're going to because, like we said, we're going to be totally transparent with you guys. We took this job under the assumption that, and I don't even care what my contract says. Sue me. Dude, that contract is in the contract now. was in Slovenian. That, that contract is no longer so doesn't we, matter. I we don't signed care. a contract that basically stated that we were um, employees of a U.S. entity of a Slovenian company from what I understood from it. And we said, fuck it, we'll sign it. So we signed the contract to this day. This was 2016. Yeah. Yep. I still have not gotten paid from that show. Yeah, we got about. I think we got one check. I got, I got reimbursed for my our flight six hundred dollars in <laughs> in baggage <checked> bags, <laughs> and then we got one. We got our first week paycheck, and that was it. And our first week paycheck, I think yeah. mine was like six hundred bucks. Yeah, I think that's what mine was. It was like three days of work. Yeah, three days of work. So on this show, we worked six days on, one day off, fourteen hour days every day. Our off day was Sunday, which. If you've ever been to Europe, you know most towns are shut down on Sundays. Yeah, and the hard part was we wanted to do stuff on our off day. We, we wanted, wanted to, to explore, but we were also exhausted. So. Exactly. So it was the perfect catch-22, and they knew it. But we ended up not getting paid. We, so we got eliminated first off of the show. And they had an issue with their ACs, their assistant camera people, because half of our production crew was Slovenian and half of their production crew was... Um, from the US. So there was a little bit of a language barrier and a skill barrier there that they just needed a couple US camera people yeah. that could basically um that would be able to work on yeah. their camera teams as their camera assistants. Just as, and be able as to a middle like a little more, right. Yeah. So we ended up saying, Great, we'll do it. They hired us as ACs on the show, so we got to stay the full time and work. Now, in we doing... were working, so <laughs> we were working. In we agreed on conditions. certain terms that we would be paid seventy-five dollars a day for a fourteen-hour day. I don't even know if it was that. I think it was. I mad. think in the end, it came down to about five dollars an hour. It was Which, horrible. You know what? Honestly, it's like I was. I was more in it for the experience and knew that, like, okay, a right. little money will like offset. Just whatever. I mean, this people usually get paid for 
for to put this in comparison, people usually get paid sixty dollars a day just for food when yes, they're working 100%. on it. When they're working on an entertainment uh, show or something but out of state or out of the country. We also took into the account that we're there. They're paying for our housing. They're paying for our food for most part. Which yep. the food was very mysterious. We won't even get into that. Maybe if if you guys at some point we get our YouTube channel up and running, you'll see some inserted yeah, we can put photos some pictures of up or some something. But mystery. It was meat. it was interesting. Um, we so, ate it, but it was interesting. Yeah, but we took this job. We never got paid, and then we had the great idea afterwards to say, you know what? When in Rome, we're gonna rent a car and, <laughs> and drive, go to Rome. Yeah, we're gonna drive from Croatia through Slovenia, see the friends that we had made on production. And drive from Slovenia to Italy. So we did. And we did with amazing people. It was myself, Sam, a girl named Tamara, and Zhiga. Yep, one of our Slovenian friends. Z-I-J-A. G-A. G-A. I don't know. Amazing guy. He, I called him our bodyguard because he was incredible. But we ended up driving, I think it was like a thousand miles. In 11 days. I think it was more, 2,000 kilometers, so whoever wants to do the math, it's yeah. a little under, it's a little over 1,000 miles. You I guys do the math. I don't we, really want to uh, do the math right now, I can look it up. Yeah, I don't know. But basically, we drove, and we had an amazing time, but we also spent pretty much every dime that we had made on the show to rent Plus the car some. and get food and yeah. hotels, which we stayed in some shitholes. Um, and we stayed in some shitholes that were a lot of fun, though, <laughs> you know? We Jacob's got quite the stories from some of those shitholes. Oh my god, man. I have the worst stories from those places. Um and by worst I mean like the most amazing experiences, but just the most, most ridiculous ridiculous story. stories of all time. Um but ultimately, you know, overall it was it was a good experience. And I'm sure we'll go back into this yeah, trip more we, as we'll the We'll touch it comes. because it's such an amazing thing and yeah. it was a really long experience. But um the reason we really wanted to talk about it was that was a job opportunity we took on a whim. We took it thinking it would be an amazing experience, which it was. We took a risk taking the job. Exactly. It's like in a way the risk was worth it. And in a way, it didn't really pan out because of the financial situation. But right. ultimately, you it know, I experience. do think it was the right decision. And 100%. it was quite it was quite the learning experience. And I learned stuff that I wouldn't really have ever learned any other way. I so what I what I feel like I really want to get out of this. I want everyone to get out of this story is you really have to take the risk sometime. You have to take the jump. You have to just if you have an opportunity you do just have to go for it sometimes. If it's scary, if it's unknowing, don't make sure you're always safe, of course, absolutely. Which we didn't, I mean, we figured we'd probably be safe. Um, but it's like... We were pretty safe. We were safe. In the, in the end, we were very safe. There was only a few times that things got a little weird. Yeah. And that was when we were traveling ourselves in our rental car. Right. Um, but I think it was an experience that I would definitely do again. Whether oh, we got paid or not, I mean, we learned a lot. We had an experience that most people will never say they had um, just because... We're extremely lucky to yeah, have that, yeah. It was incredible, and it, it worked out. In the end, it panned out to be a beautiful experience. We met incredible people and made some lifelong friends and memories that are unmatched by anything else, but we didn't get paid. I mean, we did in some sense. We got paid in memories and time, but... 
we financially were not compensated for what we did. Yeah. When we were contractually supposed to be. And it's like, it is, I mean, it is a factor out there when you're not, if you're not going to big corporate job, if you're not going to work at some big business or something, you do always have to take that into account that like, that is a possibility. And you know, there is, there are times where, I mean, we fought it for like a year and ultimately I don't want to say we gave up, but I kind of just like cut my losses and realized that it wasn't necessarily worth continuing to fight for the rest of the money because it, it wasn't there. I mean, the company didn't have it. It wasn't our fault. It was their own fault. It was their poor planning, their poor budgeting. They did not. They dropped the the ball big time. Yeah. I mean, in all reality, Croatia was an incredible experience and the people were amazing. I know um, a lot of them would say the same thing, that it was an experience that they would do again. But, you know, you live and you learn. You take these experiences and you you say, listen, I should have read my contract a little better because when we realized we didn't get paid, um, we contacted the production crew in Los Angeles and they said, oh, yeah, no, if you want to uh, argue your payment, then you need to contra- uh, contact the Slovenian side of the company. So they were very sly in what they made us do with covering their own ass. Yeah. So um, you got to watch, I mean, you, you have to watch out for yourself, but you also got to be prepared that, I mean, sometimes you're going to take a risk and in one way it's not going to pan out and in another way it will. 100%. And I think, um, you know, a really big thing to look at is that we can sit here and bash them all day, but they gave us an experience that we will never forget. And probably never have anything similar again. Yeah. One that I hope to, but I don't, I don't necessarily know if we ever will. Yeah. hundred percent. I think, wow. I say a hundred percent a lot. I think that's kind of like my, yeah, that's your thing. My my thing thing. is interesting. That's all. That's my word. Um, But I think it was just something that it's hard to explain. I mean, in all reality, it's really tough to find the words for what an amazing experience it was, what a horrible experience it was, and what a um, learning experience it really was. You know, it was something that we grew a lot. I came home from that trip and felt like I understood life a lot more. Yeah. I felt like I was really broke. I learned more than, I mean, I really, like, lessons life lessons that i never really would have learned exactly and it was things that you wouldn't have learned if we would have stayed home in college right um now that was a a a small sneak peek of our trip and there's going to be throughout our podcast there's going to be a lot of stories from that trip because it was something that was just absurd we did things that were crazy it was absurd i mean it was absolutely absurd i'm trying to think of something there was a day we were shooting in the town and we were shooting on a pirate ship. And this was after Sam and I had gotten eliminated already. But basically, the um, the crew said, we're going to be shutting down this section of the town. And we were like, all right, yeah, no big deal. Well, we didn't realize it was the town center that we were shutting down. Um, right on one of the main docks. So every time we would start rolling, a crowd of people would show up. And they would start taking pictures and all this stuff. And our security on the crew was absolutely hysterical because there really wasn't any. But the one guy that was like our liaison slash security guard, his name was Boris. He was like a celebrity out there. Yeah, he, he was the production manager plus the yeah. security lead plus the Plus just else. an all-around badass. And he, 
ended up having to dive in the water for a drone. But long story short, it was just the most surreal experience. We literally shut down a portion of their town. It was crazy. I don't know I if mean, it yeah, was people legal. People had no idea what was going on. I don't really yeah. know. That's the best part is I don't know how much of the how much of the shutting down we did. Not us personally, but the crew. Uh, but the crew, the production company. I don't know how much of their shutting down was was permitted allowed. or anything <laughs> like that. But for some reason, it just worked, and yeah. that's how this show was. It just worked, and we got the shots that we needed. I mean, there were times we shot in a forest that was owned by the government. And yeah, we and there was like a forest flares. in the middle of. Uh, it was a haunted forest, also. Um, was it? I didn't know that. Yeah, it was haunt. No, not so. None of the people that were actually from the area would go into the forest. They all stayed on the outside because it was haunted. Because I didn't know that. I wouldn't have went. One of the. Um, <laughs> I wouldn't have went. I wouldn't have went. I would have. Dude, said, I ran through no. that forest <laughs> by myself so many times. It was so, so sketchy. So did so I? Got lost. Sketchy um but during the so many people died in that forest during the croatian war that it's now known to be haunted so i mean it's filled with bodies, and here we are a bunch of idiots running around shooting flares straight up through the trees all right in this forest here's favorite probably one of the best stories of the trip not best stories of the trip but most interesting oh stories of the trip my God. was what it, we named the stranger things kid um so we're Dude, I, I jacob wasn't there i this have day. chills i forgot about this but jacob, i remember the so story me and some of the other production my unit that i was working on i would went like out to, sh- to the forest i would like to say before. real quick we have our dp tuning into our live right now oh my um, god and he, are you serious he's saying glad i tuned into this the rabbit kid <laughs> yep the rabbit kid if if you listen to this podcast josh hill the rabbit kid is still out there i remember the legend i didn't physically see it but I know that Jose is still running the wrong direction looking for him. So me and Josh are out there and a couple of other of our crew people. And we're like sitting in the forest. And all of a sudden we just hear some like rustling in the bushes. And we look over and this kid that must be, I mean, he must have been 10, just walks out of the bushes and his knees are bleeding, speaks perfect English and just starts talking to us. And we're like, so, so what are you doing out here? And he's like, oh, I'm, I'm catching rabbits like what and he's like yeah i catch rabbits he's like do you see this blood on my knees i take this knife and i cut just below the kneecap and the rabbits they run up and they lick the blood off my legs and i grab them by the ears and rip their ears apart to kill them and that's how i catch the rabbits uh, and okay, if so, I would have heard that, I probably would have passed out. Like, I would have had a panic attack and left the country. So we're all like, holy shit, okay. And then <laughs> we, like, look away, and we look back, and he just, like, walks into the forest. And, and disappears. Granted, this was, I think this was on the scout day. Yeah, it was. It was on the scout day because he came back and told me this story. And this was Sam and I's first week of working as ACs for these people. After we had gotten eliminated. Yep. And next and he day. he came back and told me next day there was nobody in the forest. There was nobody in the forest. And no one had we're ever out heard there of either. And the cops show up. The Croatian police show that. up with a little with a little poster of a missing kid. And it's this kid. And no yeah, one ever saw the no kid. No one saw again. him again. For the, we don't know. We maybe don't know someone if he got found, found him later on. But, but we none never of us, saw him again. Yeah. None of us saw yeah. the kid. We need to recreate this in a horror short. Oh, that's Josh, a great idea. if you want to do a horror short film, my man, we are in. Such Let's a good idea. 
You'll probably hear this podcast a little later. And for the people listening, I'm on Instagram live. Follow me at Jacob Stegall, J-A-C-O-B-S-T-E-A-G-A-L-L. We'll be doing live while we record our podcast just as a little feed for you guys. Um, But yes, that was a very terrifying story. And I remember hearing that and we were shooting in the forest and it turned into nighttime. And granted, we're out there. There's no lights. There's no anything like that. We're running gun style production at this point. So I go into my bag and I have a headlamp that I strapped to my forehead and start putting camera gear away. And I just remembered it was the most eerie feeling. It was really strange. And I, I don't know. I just didn't like it. It wasn't my thing. I, I don't know. Another great story from that episode though, was we had a crew from Mexico probably the nicest guys of all time. They were a team that was phenomenal, but one of them didn't speak the best English. And we're also in Croatia where they also don't speak the best English. Yeah. So there was like three different language barriers that we were dealing with. But this guy, the whole premise was they would take a drone up in the air, find their person in the middle of the forest via flare. The person would shoot a flare up in the air. They'd find them, locate them, and then guide them out of the forest with a drone. Now, their pilot flew perfectly right over the guy's head. And the other guy that's supposed to run out of the forest, his name was Jose, nicest dude ever. He <laughs> runs the absolute wrong way. 100%, like, like full 180 degrees. Opposite direction. direction. We found him like three miles down a road that we didn't even know was there. And he was just walking yeah. in the wrong direction. If we wouldn't have found him, he would have been we would have been completely sent search lost. <laughs> it was the most hysterical thing, and it was like thirty minutes. And it was no one's fault. It was just it yeah. was just so funny. It was just it funny. was one of the funniest things I had. I totally seen on forgot that show. about that. Right? That was that I, was funny. I thought that's the story you were gonna tell. <laughs> I forgot about the rabbit kid. Thank God. Now it's October and I'm scared. Yeah, definitely a horrifying part of that. Um, so that's a little bit of our Croatia trip. It was a great trip, great stories, great memories, but also financially a major bust. I was so broke after that trip. Plus, we had dropped out of school so for but the semester. that's the way it goes. And, you know, honestly, in the big picture, it didn't really matter. So Yeah, I mean, who cares? It was great, and it was a blast. Yeah. Um, so there's going to be a lot of stories from that trip, I'm sure, because Sam and I like to reminisce on those quite a bit. Um, there's going to be a lot of random life stories because we like those, too. And... That's pretty much, I mean, in all reality, the stuff that we're going to get into on this show is the jobs that paid off, the jobs that didn't pay off, the jobs that were great memories and great experience, but also the jobs that were horrible experiences. And we'll try not to name names on the horrible ones. Yeah. This one was a great time, great people. So you got to hear a few names, but um, usually we'll be keeping people a little bit more anonymous. Yeah. Just for, you know, all legality and safety purposes. <laughs> I don't want to share anybody's dirt that they don't want to hear. You know what right. I mean? Um, but that's it, guys. I mean, I hope you guys enjoyed the show. Um, this will be up hopefully on all streaming platforms. If not, we'll start off with a few of the major ones and kind of get the ball rolling. But um, let us know how you guys like it. Tune into our Instagram lives or Facebook lives, whatever you guys would like. My Instagram is at Jacob Stegall, J-A-C-O-B-S-T-E-A-G-A-L-L. And my Instagram is at S-M-O-B-L-E-Y. Smobly. Smobly. However you want it. Multiple ways to pronounce it. At Smobly. Yep. Um, anyway, 
give us a follow, give us a shout, let us know if you like the show, let us know if there's any topics you guys want to talk about. I really appreciate everybody listening. I love reminiscing on our old yeah. stories. I, and, and honestly, that was a great first episode. And, you know, I'm excited for the next episode. I'm excited for the episodes in the future. Yeah, we're excited to run this show and we're excited to get to know you guys and kind of give you you a little insight into day-to-day life of a 23 and a 24 year old in Southern California and this, this hustle that we do. Um, so thank you to everybody for listening and looking forward to more times with you guys. Have a good one.